everyone, this is Mikael Pitsner, also known as the Automated Millionaire. I help small and medium-sized businesses and I help them make much more money with the business that they have. And I do so by uh, implementing a business system and a special mythology that I call the Automated Millionaire Business System. My charge here is to help business owners of all kinds of industries make more money, not for the sake of you know getting richer and so on, but for the sake of all the other parts that the, the money entails. It solves a lot of problems when we can have more money. We certainly typically can provide for ourselves in, in, in a fashion that can make us more happy. Does money make you happy? No, not by, by, by any stretch of the word, but when we have no money and we're struggling, we certainly have a, a route very often to be very miserable. We certainly very often get very stressed when we have a lot of obligations and we know that we have a trouble meeting those obligations in a timely fashion. And that alone has a myriad of ripple effects that are negative. You know, we get light shot off, we get debt collectors calling, our credit score here in the States go down like crazy. And that costs everything even more, and now we're in a negative downward spiral. So it's not necessary to just get rich, but it is for what it brings to us when we can be successful with our business. What it brings of relief of the stresses, but also what it brings of relief in our personal lives. You know, so when when I have been in that situation where I was truly stressed in my business, it invariably spilled over into my personal life. You know, with my spouse, then I would have more fights, more, you know, maybe I would be more introverted and, and, and shut down more and so on. And then very often also health. A lot of my clients that I've gone and, and, and helped over the course of years, you know, I came to them and the, the state of their health was terrible. They were by far overweight. They ate terrible food, drank pups all the time and so on had no exercise regimen and so on. And it just, everything just was, you know, a negative evolving downward spiral of, you know, life choices. And I would venture to say to a large degree, it had to do with the money, right? Um, the, the other part is also that, you know, most of the time when we venture into business and, and entrepreneurs, we actually have, we are, we're the type of people have large dreams. And so when we can make the business really work for us, we very often can actually begin to get that lifestyle and those aspirations and dreams that we have, we can begin to fulfill a lot of them, if not all of them. And then now we can dream even bigger. So that's my charge. I want to help as many people as possible. And I know that I can be very successful with this because I've already been very successful with it. This system, the automated millionaire business system that I have used, I've already used with more than a hundred clients in person in the trenches. And now I'm taking this online. And that's why you're seeing me here on this video uh, channel. If you are watching it as a video or it's why you are seeing or rather, excuse me, listening it at it uh, on one of the podcast platforms. I want to reach a bigger audience because one of the big hiccups that I had with going out in person was that although it was very satisfying to see one particular company really get better and helping that one business owner and the family and the team and the employees and so on see the relief and the joy that that brought to them, 
Well, then the problem was I can only help one company at a time when I'm doing that way. Whereas when I now bring it onto online and the coaching group calls online, a weekly coaching group call or something of that matter, then now I can actually help a lot of businesses and, and at the same time. And without even diminishing the, the results that they can get from it and the results that they should get from it and without it diminishing. In fact, it actually probably increases the rate of return of their investment. Because yes, I'm not giving all of my stuff and my secrets for free, but I'm giving you a lot. If you listen to all these podcasts, uh, this last series that we are currently in here, which is also the first series of the podcast, is all about the secrets that I have extrapolated from my business system that are the key elements that really makes a um, dividing factor of success and not success and extracting money out of a business that's actually struggling and turning it into success. And it's also the same system that I've said before. It's the same system I'm using for businesses that are doing really well, but want to escalate it up to a much higher level of much greater return or scale or maybe much more to that sense that the business owner can actually remove him himself or herself from the business on the, uh, on the need of the daily operation and yet the business will still thrive and continue growing even when the person away. I have, if you listen to any of the previous episodes, I have uh, been a business owner of a limousine service company back in the day in Denmark and for the last few years of my ownership, I actually didn't even reside in the same country. It was, you know, the car company was back in, in Denmark and I moved to the States um, and had a residency in Poland and one in the States and so on. So I wasn't even there. And yet again, the business provided a livelihood and an income and for me and for many of my employees. We had about in excess of about 200 people in the company. So you can imagine that that's really what true business owner is, is actually that you own the business and you can, by your leadership you can and inspiration, you can lead it to such success uh, without even being there. We spoke in the just the previous episode, we spoke about, uh, I believe it was in the last episode, the episode before that, I believe, we spoke about leadership and developing leaders. And then again, that's one of the secrets. And this is why you can do what I did, which is, you know, be an absentee owner, steering it into much grander success without ever being there. Again, my limousine service company, I had it for ownership in 14 years. And in 14 years, I probably physically only set foot in the business for about 60 days in total. And in the first year alone, we more than three and a half times the top line, the sales and our EBITDA, so our earnings before the taxes and interest and finance and so on, we increased that by 32 fold. Now the numbers, my numbers are compared to the numbers of the previous owner from the last year of ownership that that owner had. And then my ownership of the first year and then comparing the two. And so even the first year I had another job as a CEO of a large car rental company. So I was you know, the situation demanded that I took care of my day job and then I ran, I bought the limousine service company and had that as my personal business and ran that next to my day job. Basically, it mean, meant that, you know, I would have to do that on my own time. So in other words, I wasn't there in person to lead it. I led it from afar, so to speak, by what I call remote control. 
the results, part of these results is also what has uh, earned me the nickname. Some of my uh, friends and uh, business colleagues that I worked with later on, they were trying to help me with certain parts of a business. They actually coined the term, oh, you were like the automated millionaire who's like, you know, creating all this wealth and income and so on on automation. Now, it's not automation just per se, but you might say in a sense that the best business owners, they own the businesses or they own a piece of that business and the business is doing well. And sometimes because of their leadership and because of the way that they're envisioning where the business is going, when I have run that business on remote, I retained seven key areas of the business that I would say that those seven key areas, only I will handle them, only I will decide upon them. All the other parts of the equation, most of the operational and the day-to-day -day and so on, I distributed among team members and they would handle it with the other employees. And then I would lead the team members and I would paint them picture on where we were going and so on. And then I retained the um, control on a few key areas. Um, I'll probably do an episode on those areas at some point. Uh, if you can't wait, then by all means, reach out to me and maybe we can discuss it uh, a little bit sooner than that. Uh, just reach out to me by my website, theautomatedmillionaire.com and just reach out to me by the contact page. We spoke about last time to uh, put the ugly on the table. In connection with that, you know, we, um, the next secret that I'm going to talk about is very similar. So I call it basically that we call out the BS. So, you know, sometimes we have the BS within ourselves. In one of the previous episodes, I also mentioned one of my um, uh, clients that he had been in business for a long time. The company was struggling. We found a lot of issues with the company. We started to correct them. But one of the things I also observed was the way that he ran his part of his daily chores was very much like, he knew that he wasn't very savvy at business. He knew that he wasn't necessarily really good at the leadership in terms of pointing out or finding out the route of how do we make more money? How do we optimize the business? How do we make it more systematized? How do I lead my people and so on? And a lot of things were failing, including, you know, the stresses in his uh, marriage and his health and, you know, with, with a brother, a brother-in-law who was kind of funding the business also and so on. So you can imagine a lot, a lot of stress. And I think to some degree that he, he kind of given up. And so what he did also was that he would, um, he would expend his day mostly on small menial pieces of work that, yes, it could have brought some, uh, some improvements, but probably really didn't. And so what in specific that, that, that I saw him doing was that he would uh, do a lot of ads on Facebook. Uh, he would take pictures and remove the background, and cut them to size, do a little ad, an ad that he's posted before many times over, do a little update on the text and so on. And see, that would have been great if those ads had turned into a lot of sales, a lot of leads coming in. But, you know, invariably it was like as if nobody really saw them. So in effect, what, what he was doing is he was he was spending the day and the time doing something that, okay, I know how to do that. I feel comfortable about doing that. He probably honestly internally knew that this isn't really going anywhere, but he probably also was, you know, fearful of actually facing 
the ugly truth. And so here he was like, he was basically BSing everybody by, you know, okay, I'm the boss and I go and I look what I did. I made this new ad and so on. And sales manager would say, oh, that's great, you know. But really, it would have been great if it had, had turned into a result, right? Instead, well, this result was, it was negative. The days were spent, weeks and months, years go by, and no results come into the business. And that's where, what I mean about you've got to call out the BS. And sometimes, honestly, we've got to call out the BS with ourselves. And sometimes, honestly, we probably know what's gnawing, and then we just don't want to face it. Uh, I've been there myself many times. Uh, I, I'm, I'm human like everybody else, so I have the same struggles as most other people have too, I think. <laughs> and I know typically like uh, it's like a bad conscience that just keeps scratching the surface, but we don't really want to deal with it, so we spend our time doing other things or things of that you know watch Kardashians all the time or I don't know, something. We kind of like find an out that's going to take our mind away from what the trouble really is. So we've got to be able to call out the BS and we've got, as a leader, we've got to be able to call out the BS, BS with people and so on. Now, the way you go about it, of course, is, you know, not necessarily to come and whack people over their heads. We spoke about that before too, but it is to, to kind of like get them to, to realize what's going on and what we need to do instead. Okay. So, so that's what, what I talk about that we are going to uh, call out the BS. Now, we spoke about in the previous episode about finding the cash and how we find the cash. And it was about, you know, finding those undesirable outcomes, the things that are irritating, the things that are really uh, um, uh, coming up as a, a irritant point to you all the time or where the business is failing, where we have, you know, well, our machine broke down again or the delivery wasn't made in, in time, or our sales came short again, or we're not converting well enough, what, whatever it is, it's like, that's probably places that's costing you a lot of money. That's where you're gonna find the cash. And typically, maybe you don't even know it's a problem, but you know it's, oh my God, this is irritating again. This, this vendor still didn't come in time. This is the third time out of the last six orders. This just, well, maybe, maybe it's costing you a lot of money, right? Maybe you want to look into like, okay, what's happening? What are alternative solutions? Is there a better way? How much is this costing me? Am I losing orders because I don't deliver on time? Am I losing orders because I have to say to my clients or my customers that, hey, that can be delivered in four weeks instead of this, this week, right? So what we do is as best leaders and, and, and making, finding this cash in the businesses, we got to quantify the cost of these undesirable outcomes. So that is the secret. Uh, the next secret in this episode is like we quantify the cost of our negative outcomes of the undesirable outcomes of the things that are irritating us, of the issues that we're seeing, of the challenges we're seeing. We don't want to just say, oh, this is annoying. We want to like beat our heads against it. We want to actually quantify it. So how, how do we quantify it? Well, very briefly, and this, I'll just do it briefly. You can get greater insights into my, my programs by uh, or how to do this by my programs. But you basically say something like, well, how often does it happen? How much is it costing us in terms of, you know, are we losing clients or are we, you know, do we have to dis discount because, hey, I know it's been delayed third time in a row now. I'm going to give you a discount and so on. 
um, we want to look at, you know, well, uh, how many people are in, uh, how, how many people are involved in this? If we have a production and it's like, well, uh, the next three employees can't get their uh, done, they have quota done because this other thing uh, is stopping them. Let's say you have a machine and that machine is basically like all the things pile up in front, in front of the machine because the machine takes a long time to produce it. So that the, the rest of it is too idle. And if you could solve that one knot, we'll come to that in another episode also. I'm sorry, I have to repeat that so many times. There's a lot of things in the business, and that's actually the great thing because it also means you have a lot of ways of improving the business. But back to this one, you want to quantify how often does it happen? Well, I got three employees. It happens three times a week, and it's like it happens every week. All right, so three employees. Well, how, how, how much time is wasted? Well, it's about an hour every time. Well, okay, so how much is the average wage or the salary for these three people? And let's call it like it's you know three people at an average rate of $20. 23 of them so it's it's uh, um, um, and let's say it costs an hour every time right so so it's uh, it's sixty dollars because three times 20 is 60 it's three times a week so now it's 60 times three that's 180 it happens every week well time if I 52 I'm not gonna do that in my head but you can see tip very fast it escalates to a specific dollar amount it costs then you want to see what else is, is the ripple effect. Well, then we finally it's done and we have to send it out by express and that costs, you know, $100 more every time. Well, how often does that happen? And so on and so forth. So you add it all up. Bottom line is you want to quantify it. Now, in my program, I'll have a lot more specific examples so it helps you to really look at it. And then, of course, the programs are backed by online group coaching calls. And that's where you have access to me directly so we can look at your specific uh, problem so we can solve that and so you can make more money and have a better, smoothly operation. Anyways, I'll wrap this up for this episode. I hope this was valuable to you. I know um, going into how to, to, to uh, quantify it and so on, it takes a lot of repetition and once you get it, um, you, you'll really understand how to find it. And it is the key area where you can say, well, this is the scope of how much money it's costing me. And so now you can prioritize it. Remember in one of the uh, other episodes, we talk about that the best uh, uh, leaders, they prioritize. Right? So you don't want to really go for, okay, let's really set in our efforts to fix a $500 problem when we have one that's $50,000 problem. Now you wanna, you wanna take the biggest one and say, okay, can I do something about that now? Maybe I can't go for the full 50,000, but what if I could, you know, half the problem again, and gain 25,000? Certainly much better use of time than, you know, spending a lot of time on the $500 problem. The only reason that you can find out how much is this one and how much is that one is by quantifying it. So you can see the point of doing it, it's important. Anyways, I hope, as always, I hope this was valuable to you. I know these programs, these episodes, they go a little long, but I feel it's very difficult to really get you to really, truly get a sense of it unless I kind of say what I do say here. Uh, again, the programs that I have and so on, they're actually much, much briefer in uh, all seriousness because they go in and then now we whiteboard or on-screen recordings and so on and I have the tools that shows you and so on. Um, but like I said, this mythology, this method, this system, 
that I call the Audit Maiden Millionaire Business System. It's the same that I've personally done with clients in the trenches of over 100 clients and seen all of them go from really struggling or being very successful and taking it to much higher success, but mostly really struggling and getting into a very nice place where now they can keep on rising. And remember, the great thing about this kind of system is it's an ongoing process. And also remember that this is the kind of system that really enables you to, at some point, sooner or later, whatever you wish for, to be able to step back and say, I've become a business owner. I'm going to pursue this other thing I want to do. Or I want to go play more golf because, hey, I think I've worked so hard my whole life. And yet still maintain very good control on your business. So it's a full encompassing business system. It's also a business system. A lot of the base work and framework of the business system, I actually got a lot of it from my esteemed colleagues. And collectively, this company that I worked with when I, when I represented this company for a long time, uh, they have helped more than hundreds of thousands of clients, all to a great success. And the success rate about 97, 98% that's reported by that company. Um, and success was uh, amongst others that, you know, uh, the guarantee that was given them was you spend a dollar and we give you at least two back. So in other words, the results were sky high. They were very real. For most of the clients that I saw, I would say the average uh, gain that they would have or the return on their investment would be about four to seven times. But their investment with me were typically $25,000, $40,000, depending on if I had extra uh, colleagues in, a week in, in investment in me. A typical engagement would very, very often run six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, or even full year. Now, the, the full year, maybe not so often because that expense, but I would say the average of an engagement was at least around $150,000 to $300,000. But that's a lot of money, right? But if you get back two times back, so if you gain $600,000, you spent the three hundred. dollars well, you gained three hundred. dollars if you now have a system in place and so on, that next year also is going to secure six hundred, and you didn't have to spend another three hundred to get it. Now your you know you, your return just keeps on going and it keeps escalating. You also by keep repeating the system, the system goes and it becomes a day of life. Right? It becomes the ordinary day of your business and the way of you running the business. You keep improving the business. It's almost, you're almost adopting what the Japanese call the Kaizen. It's like ever improvement because you keep finding, oh, we can do this better. We can do this better. I've spoken earlier about the rubber mold company. They have one specific design. Every time we went over it again, we found more money in that one job. This was one business, but it was one job, one single job we looked at. And it had so much money in it. It was incredible. <laughs> so anyways, I hope it was valuable. Please, by all means, hit the like button. Please, by all means, subscribe to, to the channel. And please reach out to me. Uh, tell me what you think. Give me your constructive input. Uh, give me any questions you have. You can connect with me on theautomatedmillionaire.com via the concept page. And uh, please, by all means, if you're interested in the Automated Millionaire Business System or any of the other pro pro uh, programs that I have, they come, most of them, with coaching so that you're never left behind and can get any gnawing questions, you can get those answered or any challenges that you have in your business, I can actually look at it in person 
uh, online or on a Zoom call or something of similar uh, manner, and um, and we can solve your issues. This was the uh, Automated Millionaire. This was Mikhail Pitzner. I thank you so much, and I see you in future episodes.